Welcome to Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. It's a podcast about comics, games, sci-fi, horror, pop culture, music. Movie. Man, I seen that waveform while we were recording. I'm glad that you see it. We have to see it. Uh, uh, hi, I'm your ho- one of your hosts, DK. Did you forget something there? Well, uh... I'm your other host, Chris, by the way. I approve if you feel like it. <laughs> if this is your first episode, <laughs> hi. We know what we're doing. We've done this before. <laughs> Once or twice. Yes. Uh, hello. Howdy. I feel like I haven't seen you in two months. It's been... It's been two weeks. It, it, not even. Not even. No. But it still feels like... I know. So, I've... Oh, man. You Chris, me. I started a new job. Of course I do. <laughs> started a new job. Uh, I haven't been sleeping enough. Oh, man. It's been, it's been great. Real good. I had to catch up on all my media yesterday and today. Right. So, all my... Falcons and Winter Soldiers, right? Falcon and the Hot Guy, I've heard it called, <laughs> but I would, I would maybe call it Hot Guy and the Hot Guy. I mean, come on, I, I, you know. come on. <laughs> and I, 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 did, I would call uh, it Forty Eight Hours with Wings. That's very funny. <laughs> that's very funny, but not the show Wings. No. <laughs> what would that be? <laughs> what would that be? <laughs> oh man. Well, anyway, how are you? Doing good. Doing good. Uh, trying to catch up on stuff. It's been kind of a hectic week for us around here, so mm-hmm. had a few sick people. Yeah. So trying to recover the household and sure. clean everything and all that fun stuff. Sure. That's that, you know. Yeah. I've had a week and a half off. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. So what's uh what are we what are we talking about today well we, well i mean obviously you know we've already thrown it out there we're going to be talking about the three episodes of uh falcon and winter soldier to catch up yes and then our our big bad is the royal rumble and it was the rumble in the jungle and, and, and in tokyo the rumble also on the ocean somewhere in the ocean yeah. and, and in the middle of the of, of uh whoa spoilers yeah 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 <laughs> There's all sorts of rumbles all over. There's many rumbles. But uh, Godzilla versus Kong. GVK. KVG, whichever way. Yeah, whichever way you want. Yeah. Uh, I, I, well, let's not talk about that yet because no, I, I almost no, just started no. talking about it. We can't. You must no. have a list of things to, to go over. I do have a few things. Uh, there's been some stuff out there. Um, I mean, you know, honestly... Um, you know, we normally do some comic book stuff. Mm-hmm. I have not been impressed with some, most of the stuff that's been out right now. Yeah. I think, you know, we've had a few things of, you know, comic book writers that have been doing movies, some, you know, potential movies, and then now they're scrapped because, yeah. well, Tom King is trash. So, uh, and, and, you know, the new gods have been uh, trashed. Yeah. As a, well, they say, possibly put on for a later date. You know it's not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, the 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 Ava, I can't remember her last name. She was supposed to direct it and you yep. know, I've not been impressed with her stuff. And, and then uh, you know, Tom King, we we've discussed that whole storyline with Batman that Yes. I, you know. Yes. He could take a long off off a short pier on that. <laughs> um but anyway, you know, and then uh I'm trying to think of what the other movie. It was another DC movie that was scrapped. What's uh, there's been some talk of everyone oh, wants to the, restore the uh, the uh, the trench. Yes, that's canceled, right? That is canceled. That's dumb. So I like the idea of that of it being something like a little the, different. I, I like the idea of it being different, but I just don't think that 
Aquaman is not a character you could pull into the horror genre. Uh, but what's what's a scarier place than that deep under the ocean? <laughs> I think it would be really scary. I mean, I don't know. That Kristen Stewart movie wasn't very scary, and it was supposed to be in people, deep in the ocean. People seem to like that one, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. I haven't I, seen it. Yeah, I wasn't real. Maybe I will check that out at some point. But, but uh, you know, we've got... Um, we, we got to see a little, finally, what has it been, almost two years since the first trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife? Yes, it has been a while. So... They just they showed that teaser. The, of, the uh, little, with Paul, Paul Rudd, Rudd and the uh, minion Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. It had a very Army of Darkness feel to me. Yes, it did. he's fighting tiny ashes and yeah. they're doing crazy <laughs> things. They're smoring each other. Smoring each other. I like the cozy chocolate over yeah. the... That was so twisted. Yeah, it really was. But and they're smiling as they're just like yeah. <laughs> melting. <laughs> that was weird. That was very weird. I liked it. I did too. It was funny. I had so when they first announced that Ghostbusters movie, mm-hmm. I was like, "This doesn't look very fun." It just seems kind of like I don't know, like nostalgia fest, almost like a, a Ghostbusters Stranger Things. Yeah, I mean, which the more I think about it, maybe that would be fun. I just. I was thinking, oh, Ghostbusters is this, this, and this, and right. if it doesn't have those things, is it Ghostbusters? Right. Well, of course it could be Ghostbusters. Yeah, well, I'm just, I think I'm finally coming around on the idea of this movie. <laughs> well, I think this little teaser helped because it showed more comedy in it. Sure. That has the potential. Who knows? Maybe that's why it's taken so long. I know before the pandemic, whatever. Um, it had been delayed, I remember. It had been delayed. But maybe this is why, it, the main reason why it was delayed. Could be. Because it could have had, you know, I mean, there's movies that go through test, you know, oh, yeah. test viewings and people are like, oh, hell no. And yeah. then they're like, oh, well, Let's add we're going to delay <laughs> this a little bit. We have some production issues. Yeah. So we're going to refilm like half the movie. Of course, it could be reshoots. Yeah. But so, I don't know. It's a possibility. But it gave me a little more hope that there was going to be a little more fun. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and like the trailer is like three minutes long. You can't. I don't yeah. know. You don't know what it's going to be. No, like. and that just did. But like I said, you know, the original one. I mean, it seemed fine. I mean, it was semi interesting the way they they brought the story. Sure, but it did not have the the per se the fun of the original two. Yeah, we we just do not discuss. It's like Baltimore the remote. Although uh, the uh, Ghostbusters answered the call. Sh- who, who shall not be named. <laughs> I like some of that movie. We talked about it. Yeah. That shall not be named. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Uh, anyway. Um, you know, but I, I will give, you know, when that one tried to go for fun, but it almost went. Too far. It did try to be. It, I yeah. That's. I part think of the it, why, I think that's part of the reason I why think that it, it tried to go a little too far. That movie takes a bunch of oh Ghostbusters boxes. Yeah, it's in New York. It's this. It's that. You know, they have right. the outfits. They have the car. They have the stuff. You hear the sound effects. You remember that kind of stuff. But yeah, you, you're right. I mean, it, it, I can see why that movie's not for everyone, and it's not my favorite. No, it, it's. But I think. I mean, I, I I'm not saying it's the best movie in the franchise or anything, but. I didn't hate it, and I think maybe a sequel could have maybe fixed some of those issues. But you know, a lot of people, enough people didn't care, so no, whatever. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> but anyway, this one looks like it may have. I mean, but you know, yet again, we've only yeah. seen two little tr- you know teasers right. of it. So, but uh, we finally got something that. Um, have you seen the pictures of the live action? God, why didn't we even need it? Powerpuff Girls. I saw some of those photos. It's just like. You know they're who they are because of their dress color. I mean, yeah, just yeah. like in the show, I guess. Right. 
Uh, I didn't. It didn't make me feel any feelings either way. I'd like to see a trailer before I even make a judgment. Yeah. But it's like, okay, yeah, I, this is like 20 years too late, isn't it? I, well, and they're about 20 years too old. It's, and it, yeah, they're supposed to be a little... I mean, why? You yeah, know? I, I thought it would be like a kid's... I don't even know. I don't right. know. I haven't seen Powerpuff Girls in so long. I don't... Right. I don't remember. But I was thinking that they would be like, maybe like 15 or something. But they look like more like adults. Oh yeah. So is it going to be like kind of a a comedy? Like I'm uh, assuming it's going to be tongue in cheek. Yeah. You know, I I the casting seemed okay for the girls. I'm trying to figure out what it is and who it's for. I I I have no clue. I think yeah. I think they missed the mark on not trying to get Ed Helm to be the professor. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. The, the and I can't remember his name. He's been in Scrubs and he's been in like Big Fat Liar and tons of stuff. I've never watched an episode of Scrubs. I don't know. Um, you know the ta- the uh, oh, and he was in um, um, Clueless. Oh, I was thinking of Clue. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Clue? no. He was in. I God, I cannot remember his name, and I, I should have wrote it down. Well, that's okay. But they uh, picked him as the professor. Totally wrong. Like I said, Ed Helms would have been perfect. I could see that. He looks just like. That'd be funny. So, even Jason Sudeikis. He, I, he's got the right energy to be the professor. That's what I mean. I think so for sure. So, so yeah. you you know, if you're doing tongue in cheek, not I think I'm either a, one of those. I'm not an expert on Powerpuff Girls. No, but, but I mean, I've seen the characters. Yeah, I've seen so. a couple episodes of the show, but it has been a long time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was uh, watching cartoons then. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't know who it's for. I yeah. really don't. Yeah. Because it doesn't per se seem like it's for kids. Yeah, it's hard to tell. I need to see and, a trailer. And, I think and, I, yeah, yeah, and I think. You know, what I've seen some shots of it, there really hasn't been much. Just some action and them in the dresses and, like, knee-high socks. And right. I'm like... Well, okay. The most basic thing. And, and they they haven't changed their clothes in maybe that's 25 part of the, years? Maybe that's part of the comedy. Like, that's why... You, I, know. you know, maybe it's eventually they'll get some new suits. Or, oh, no. I, I don't know. Never. I don't know. <laughs> so, but Interesting. anyway. Interesting, yeah. Um, another movie. I'm kind of excited for Animated. You know, this is the one thing DC does right. Oh, yeah. Is our animated movies. And it's uh, part one of The Long Halloween. I'm I'm, I'm into it. I just so, watched the trailer just now. Yeah. Jensen Ackles. Yeah. He, he really sounds like a younger Kevin Conroy. I went for two seconds. I thought, is that Conroy? So, I mean, it kind of fits. Because yep. a lot of the the Batman that we've seen Kevin do the voices, he's the older Batman, yep. and the the Long Halloween is kind of a you know earlier Batman, prime Batman. So I think that'll be that'll be good. Um, personally, I would have liked to seen Eccles as in live action. In live action, sure. I think he would have been able to do it quite well. Interesting. Uh, he has that intensity, and then also out of the suit. Yeah. You know, we've seen That's him true. for 15 years. Could play that part. I think so. Yeah. So, I think I think that's a at least a nod for him to be the Batman. At least at least he gets to do it like this, if nothing right, else, you right, know what I mean? Right. So, I like the art style. I do like it's, that art style. It's, it's somewhere near the animated series. It's kind of in between like the more modern like um like Justice League Dark animated yep. and the original 
and somewhere in between that, thinking, which I yeah. kind of like. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. it, it doesn't necessarily have the big block form. Right. It's, but it doesn't quite have that modernized... It still looks like a cartoon, and it's not trying to not look like a cartoon. Right. Uh, it's not like ultra-realistic. Right. Know? right. I like right. it. They made the right choices, I think. I I have a real problem sometimes with the art in these cartoons. I know. I knew too. Um, and, but this seemed fine to me. It's, it's, it's about... You know, they could have done things... Hmm, let me say this. I don't think it is perfect, but I think it's pretty dang good. Yeah, and, and I mean, it looks good. It yeah. really does. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I wasn't a big fan of, like, um, if you remember New Frontier. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of that, like, 1930s, 40s yeah. animation. I, I mean, I mean. know that's what they were going for, Yeah, but it, that well, it just wasn't my wheelhouse. Yep. You know, I think it's... You know, and I love the original animated series and the, the, origi- the Superman. The, the Batman you know. animated series has affected me in so many ways. I'll never even know. Yeah. So, for sure. Yes. I mean, probably, I mean, I'm going to go down and say probably one of the best North American animated series to ever. Yeah, it is. But was that not animated in Japan? But I meant to originally start. Oh, to be a North American. To be a North, you know, series. not not something like Macross, or, right, 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 or, right. You know, those. Okay. But I think I see from, what you mean. Yeah, and I totally agree. So it's got to be right. I mean, if if you guys have something else to to debate against, sure, tell us. Let us know. One of the other ones I remember liking. Remember that Batman? What was it called? Where bat? It was like it was like the Animatrix. Oh, it was like there's yeah. like several different Batman well, stories. Well, because they did the Matrix one, yeah, like that too, right? Well, we're going to actually get. If you remember, that's one of the things Star Wars wise we're going to get. I need it now. I it's, <laughs> oh, it's not going to be. It's not going to be. I think until either t- late 2022 or 23. Yeah, but I'd sometime. like it now, please. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's supposed to be that you know by I think it's like six or eight. Yeah different anime well there was one in the batman one i'm thinking of yeah really specifically where it did look a little bit more like a like a right around the year 1999 2000 mm-hmm. style anime yeah where it was uh bruce it was mainly bruce wayne and he was i think he was golfing do you okay. remember that one but Va- that that Va- art style vaguely was so yeah. perfect i i, I really right. really like that one so that was one of the ones i just was thinking of that right just now Speaking but no i Batman. know exactly what you're talking about but yeah, yeah i mean that you know i remember getting that because we that was about the same time that you know right around that same time we got that animatrix they did a few of animated those. animatrix i think they did one for halo i could be wrong but i think they did some animated halo stuff. I, they did some animated uh, Halo, but i don't know if it was like a compilation i think like there's that. one more where they did that exact couple different studios you know you get a 20 right. minute slot or whatever here's right your, yeah that's interesting I, I saw animatrix in the in the theater is that yeah. is that possible yeah it yeah, is i think i did <laughs> i couldn't remember if it was released theatrically theatrically but i had a feeling that i had seen it in the theater yeah that was one of those things because that was like right at the time that all three of those movies were coming it was yeah. like i think it was like right in between two and three and they i know they at the end of one of them showed one of the shorts yeah the one where the people were training. Oh, excuse me. Ooh. The one where the people were training, and they're um, they're like in the Matrix, and they're it's like a guy, it's a man and a woman. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when the one girl blindfold. had the blindfold on. Yeah. Yes, that was. I remember that. Yeah, that was in in at the end of two, I think. Yeah, something like something that. like. I don't that. know what this has to do with the conversation. But. No, but I mean, we were talking about the animation <laughs> yeah. style of the the Batman long the long Halloween. Right. Which so, I anticipate with delight. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we kind of move from uh, 
the movies to games. Sure. I, they've got the rumor of the new uh, timeline for Assassin's Creed. Which I haven't seen this rumor. You so haven't seen this yet. Tell me about it yet. It is going to be set during the Third Crusade. Oh. So you're okay. going to have... You know, temp- more Templar. Yeah. Then you're, um, from what I've heard, you're going to go from like Eastern Europe to the North Africa. Yeah. And the Middle East. So a little bit of Assassin's Creed One vibes. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. But uh, I think you're. It's more of a, um, more of an English knight type. Yeah. You know, scenario. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how much they change, like the fighting system compared to, you know, Valhalla was such a, uh, an, an, kind of an offshoot. I mean, it th- had a ton of similarities, but your fighting style completely changed sure. in Valhalla. And it'll be interesting to see how this adapts a little bit more, if the, or if they'll just kind of keep that same, because, you know, that Viking and Eastern European fighting style during that time was pretty similar. Seems like there would be some similarities. Yeah, for so... Sure. I'm not an expert. No. We know some experts we could call yeah, we one. Do. Yeah, But, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, you're probably right. I think it'll be similar. But I like the time period, and I yes. think it could be an interesting... I mean, I'd like to see... My problem with Assassin's Creed is that I, I think I've told the story, but I felt sort of betrayed by the by the ending of the first one, okay, and and the beginning of the second one, and then every everyone right. thereafter because it set up all this all these mysteries and all this really cool. My favorite stuff in Assassin's Creed One was not in the Animus. It right. was when you were Desmond walking around, yeah. uncovering mysteries and reading these files. And there was this there was this actual historical thing that happened that we, we're, we're kind of claiming as an Assassin's Creed thing. There was right. all this stuff that was really interesting and neat and got me excited for what will happen when Desmond completes this training and has you know becomes like a master assassin and will we'll leave Abstergo. Right. Guess what? It None never it. really happens. <laughs> all this buildup, and then they're just like, hey, you're escaping, you're escaping. In the beginning of Assassin's Creed 2, you're escaping, you're going to get out of there, it's going to be great. You're going to go do assassin stuff in the real world, in modern day. And then it's like, you know you know what, let's go right back to this Animus thing. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. I felt like a slapped in the face. Well, and the thing is, is in this new one, in, in Valhalla, you almost kind of get a little bit of that same thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, if you've played it, then you know, and it's, it's, uh, yeah, the ending kind of when you're out of, you know, the animus, yeah. it kind of sucked. Uh, <laughs> man. That was my only, only, you know, because it doesn't, it, it has the potential to continue, yeah. but it doesn't. But, yeah. It's like, okay, well, will it go on in the, you know, will that story continue? And what are the odds? Because now they're saying it's this other story. That's so, like, what, I mean, I guess you could be the same character you were outside the animus playing this new character. Right. What are the odds? Yeah. You're not the same character from the last one to this one, right? No. So no. then, yeah, the odds don't seem good. That's my problem. Right. I get all invested and play 100 hours or more as this character. seventy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just like, okay, see you later. That was great. Oh, right. You know? Yeah, I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm, there's some more DLCs and stuff that are coming out and an extension to go into France. So I'm like, okay, is that going to play into the next game? Oh, it could totally. I mean, that's what yeah. I'm thinking, you know? So I have like every weapon, every armor, every thing, you know, that's why I was in it for 270 hours. Right. And, and right now without any expansions, all I'm doing is kind of wandering around, raiding, and killing people. Right. 
you know. Viking, uh, just Viking stuff. Just, yeah. Hashtag just, just Viking things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fun, though. Hashtag Viking life. Mm-hmm. You know, At least so you got I, your money's worth. I didn't get my money's worth. Big, I will big say, time. <laughs> I, I will say in that game, I've definitely gotten my money's worth. Um, move on to that. You know, um, they had a trailer for a new Netflix show. Um, oh, I want to go back. Go back. Resident Evil Village. Yes. Can't wait. I'm. Did you? I, I have not downloaded the new. Okay. Well, the new thing is Reverse. Okay. I actually did this last night. Okay. Uh, I can talk about it for a minute. The, yeah. um So what the new thing was was a beta test for the multiplayer mode called Resident Evil Reverse. Okay. R-E standing for Resident Evil. Verse, right, 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 right. Um, but I think Reverse could actually mean reverse from eight being good to reverse to this being bad. Oh. Um, okay. It's, it seems like something that we would have gotten on, like, early PS3. Not right. not just graphically, which, I mean, it's not the best. It has this strange, um, would you call it pointillism? Uh, where it's just all tiny dots? Everything yeah, has yeah. this filter where it's like everything, if you look closely, it's just all tiny dots. Ooh. It's very weird looking. Um, maybe that's to make it look better on older hardware. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I played it on PS5. Right. Uh, so the, the, the whole mode is this strange... You pick any hero you want. Okay. You know, you can be Jill, you can be Leon, you right. can be whatever. I picked Hunk because Hunk's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you pick your hero, and then it's simply an arena shooter, third-person shooter, uh-huh. with some vague Resident Evil-style rules applied to the world, right? Okay. You have to stop walking to shoot. You have to – well, you at least have to pull your – you have to aim. You can't just hip fire. You have to, you know, be more cautious with your aiming. And right. Um, there's limited ammo. But it is you just running around. So the beta test was you and like three or four other players. It's not many. Maybe maybe oh. max of six. Maybe really? running around the Raccoon City Police Department, just blasting each other. It's a very old school kind of multiplayer. Okay. And I think if my friends and I were hardcore into Resident Evil and right. we love the lore and we love the universe and those characters, right? Then maybe this would be fun for a while. Mm. But. It just seems so thin, so thin, and uh, not interesting. The gameplay is just, it doesn't do anything even remotely new. When you're killed, you turn into a mutant, basically. Okay. You turn into um, a, a recognizable enemy type from Resident Evil. Right. Depending on how many vials of virus you pick up while you're alive. Okay. So you're running around trying to collect vials for when you're inevitably killed, you can become the nemesis or whoever. Ooh, right. Know. It's an interesting concept maybe like to talk about, but in, in practice, it's just like, okay. And you're, you're constantly losing points and gaining points. It, uh-huh. I mean, it's – I wouldn't call it different. I mean, it's just a, a mishmash of previous types of multiplayer that are similar to this. I, hmm. I don't think it will have staying power. It doesn't feel like that to me at all. Well, maybe this being a beta, they're just trying to – I don't know. Maybe, maybe just – you know, some some specific system they're trying I to work know. on. There needs to be more modes. There needs right. to be more characters. I, I assume there will be customization, but I didn't. There's none of that in the beta, right? Of course. Right. Maybe the full thing will surprise me with a ton of new content. But I played three matches last night, and mm-hmm. I thought I could uninstall this and be fine. Yeah. This is it. Mm. I, I didn't need any more of that. Ouch. It, it would maybe be fun with a bunch of friends, but I always say that. 
you know, multiplayer with friends makes any, even if it's a bad game, it can at least be fun. Right. Because you're doing it together. You can, and you can make fun of it while you're doing right. it. Right, exactly. And But it's like a, it would be like a mindless thing to turn on. Right. I guess I can see if I was playing Resident Evil 8 and maybe it got intense or something, I needed to chill for a little while. Right. We'll pop over to Reverse just to let off some steam and we can play together and then I'm going to go back and play the real deal. Right. Which is 8. So I don't know. I, I don't want to be too harsh on it, but it, it, it won't get my money yeah. for sure. Hmm. I thought Operation Raccoon City was better. And really? that was a PS3 game. Yeah. It's like a worse version of that. I mean, I don't know. Eek. But that's, again, that's this, rough. this is one mode. This is yeah. one map. We'll see. I, I, there's Maybe there's plenty more to do. Right. But as as it stands, not interested. Yeah. You know. So let's just hope 8 continues on from its. It will. Yeah, boy, eight, so, I play the demo a, a few times. Yeah, I did too. Eight is fantastic. <laughs> I know. Like I said, and my only thing was is I wish there was just one spot of fighting. Yeah, I know. Just, I, it does just, seem like eight will have a bit more combat than seven did, right? Because the combat in seven was defensive, fully defensive. Right. You're not even if you manage to kill an enemy. It's just so you can get through a room, and then guess what? The next room is going to have three more of them. Right. It's it's mainly to slow them down so you can get through the area. Right. Generally, so. Well, I mean, with you know the what I've seen of some of the animation, you know, of of the uh, the scenes of you know you're fighting not only those, you know the the infected, but like werewolves and. Seemingly like skeleton people yeah, in, a, in a dungeon. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm like, okay, this is yeah, this is it's it's still defensive to a degree. Yes, but I mean, you really have to go on the offense to get through. Particularly, it like from yeah. what they've shown, and I'm hoping that's that's the gameplay will stay at that. Yeah, so they'll they'll polish it. They know what they're doing. Yeah. I, I have faith in this one. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Me too. I will. Sure. That'll be one that I'll have to. Get close on release. Oh, that's I'm gonna be day gone one. when then when unfor- I'll be Are in you? Florida. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but you'll be having a good time. Uh, no, hopefully. <laughs> Depends on if we win or not. Right. That's true. <laughs> oh, you'll have fun either way. I know. I'm building a damn lightsaber. You're gonna build a lightsaber. I know. I'm so excited. I'm excited for you. <laughs> I won't burn down the place if they shut everything down again. They I'm won't just, do I'm it. I'm just telling you that now. You can. I, go. I will find a nuclear device. Build your lightsaber. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Star Wars nerd threatens to blow up Disney. <laughs> <laughs> this is they're like the cops are like, sorry, we get ten of these a day. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> I hate violence to a degree. Yes. So uh, anyway, uh Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um new show called Jupiter Legacy and Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah. It looks like it's to be supposed to be in direct competition with the boys. Yeah. Okay. That's I. I wasn't sure. I'd only seen screens. I haven't yeah, seen the trailer. Yet. Yeah. And Josh Duhamel is in it. Um, you know, he is apparently this, and it seems like it's more of like these guys, these heroes. You know, have lived a long time, and they're all older, and then now they have kids, and then some of their kids are like radical. Mm-hmm. You know, and not necessarily fighting for good. And then there's, you know, there's kind of some of this other, like, 
geopolitical stuff going on in the background. Cool. So, but you know, it's it's gonna have that uber violence. Yeah. That's that we know from the boys. I just this is I know this was. I don't know if it's a book or, or I haven't seen if this is a comic book. What the source is. But I know what the source, you know, I, I'm not sure what the sources are on this. But from everything that I've read of Synapsis and from some of the shots that I've seen, you know, he's gotten to the point that apparently he's like just tired. <laughs> you know, old man Logan. Oh yeah, I mean, and kind of into a, a small degree. Is he just I mean, he's still kind of you know, sort of on autopilot doing you know the superhero thing, right? So, but um, from everything I've seen, it looks okay. I think it'll be in direct competition with the boys. Interesting. We'll see what happens. But the boys but, is already so uh, established. It seems like right, and I mean, in there, it, it's a serious niche. For sure. You know, I mean, it's, it's, you can't, I almost, even though it has people with powers, I don't want to really even call it a superhero movie. Right. Or, you know, show. Right. Because it's really not. Okay. It It's a lot of effed up people with powers. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'll definitely check it out. So. We'll be covering it so for sure. So we'll be, yeah. But anyway, um. Oh, uh, I heard a rumor of our uh, lovely Star Wars book of Boba Fett. Yeah. We may get a couple of extra um, Mando characters. Who are we talking? Well, I know you've heard, you've read that kind of... I read an article that there was this uh, explanation of why Book of Boba Fett could include Ahsoka. There's some reason why she may be... There's some Clone Wars tie-in. Right. I don't know if that's super likely because we don't want... Ahsoka popping up in everything. Right. You know what I mean? But, right. But I read a rumor that made a pretty convincing argument that, you know, hey, this is this is a way easily well, that Ahsoka could Well, and in. this comes back to the rumor that I had originally heard before everything got screwed up that Darth Talon would yeah. be at the end of, you know, and, and she would kind of be the, the big bad for several shows. Cool. Um... Could still happen. Could still happen. Um, but uh, uh, two, Cobb Vance. Oh, I think he's pretty damn likely. Yeah, they they have they've never confirmed it, but Cobb Vance and Denjarn will make an appearance in the Book of Boba Fett. Of course, he will. So, we're moving from one Disney Plus show to the next. Oh, have you watched the uh, the Mighty Ducks? I haven't yet. I haven't it's yet. it's pretty fun. It's cute. I mean, yeah. it's pretty funny. Sure. Um, so I, I, my recommendation, it's quack. a little, you quack. know, quack. Do they do that? No, not yet. No. Oh, do they do the flying V or not there yet? You the have to. Well, yes and no. See, the thing is, is the whole like twist on this is like the mighty ducks have now become this like successful, Uber team, right? successful, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, richy, rich, snotty program. Yeah. And, you know, this is the kids that... So it's the Cobra Kai thing again. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. So, fine. Um, fine. And uh, the older Emilio Estevez gets, the more he looks like Martin. Yeah, of course he does. I mean, he looks identical There's no other to, direction like, for him to go. You know, a younger Martin Sheen. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, he's, uh, you know, Emilio Estevez is in it. Right. So, and uh, Lauren Graham yes. from Gilmore Girls, yes. who I think she's... Hysterical and everything. She's great. She's, pretty much she's always been good. 
Um, but anyway, in this ragtag group of kids, you know, typical, um, and just kind of a quick synopsis. Um, the the main kid, her son, was on the ducks on like a certain age group. Right. Well, when they advanced to like the twelve to fourteen age group, he got kicked off the team he because cut. he wasn't. Okay. Yeah. So even though the kid's really good, you're not duck material, bro. And basically, that's. I mean, it kind of was. <laughs> you're not mighty enough, pal. Yeah. Remember in the first one or the what was it? The second one. That Norway team that wore on the black and everything, yeah, and the do, guy yeah. was kind of an ass. I do remember that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the coach of this is kind of a younger guy, but kind of an ass like that. <laughs> um, anyway, she like you know gets pissed off, and and um, I've seen in the trailer. She says, "Let's start our own team." Yeah, and they're called the Don't Bothers because that coach says, "Well, if you're not good at this age, then don't bother." <laughs> okay. So they they become this don't bother. The part team. I remember from Mighty Ducks the most is when he goes, drive on the ice. I know what it's safe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trusting you, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> but uh, it's a cute show. It's fun. You know, it's funny. Um, the kid that is a, uh, he's kind of a chubbier kid. And in the trailer, he says, you know, talks about playing hockey. is like, I have more of a podcaster's body. Does he say that? Yeah. Well, welcome to the club, friend. Yeah, right. Anyway, the kid's pretty funny, and in you know he's like the really the comedy of, of the show. So. Cool. I, we, I'll probably watch it with Zora. I think she'll yeah, probably enjoy. She'll that. probably like it a lot. Um, but anyway, um, one of the big features today, we're going to go through episode two through four of Falcon Winter Soldier. F and the W S. Sexy one and sexy two. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I don't know how deep you want to get into those, but. I, I think in general, it, it is kind of a Marvel fan's dream. There's all these references to things in those last few. I mean, in the whole in this entire show, right? There's so many references to things that pretty much are relegated to the comics only, right? It's really cool. Or like they've been in like one movie, like even Baron Zemo. Yeah, he's such he's a much bigger character in the comics. Oh yeah, but it's cool to see. Okay, by the way, spoilers. I mean, obviously we're going to be spoiling things <laughs> right, that happen. Right. Um, but I think the Zemo stuff is some of the most interesting stuff. You get a little more background. That we've talked about this when it comes to these Disney Plus series. Yes. You get more background on characters that you don't really get any kind of background. This is the absolute strength of the show. You know, any of the shows so far, WandaVision and Winter Soldier. Yep. Um, the, the background of these characters to understand. I almost hesitate to say understand them, but to like really get to what you know, like what they're going through, what they're where yeah. they're from, you know, they're they're to get the right amount of time, right, to, to really and, get invested, and that's what they're. I think that's that's the the you know really the strength of these Disney Plus shows. Yeah, I agree, absolutely. My um, hope is they 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 never get comfortable with that. To where they either do it too much or not do it enough. That's my only only fear that being like, oh, well, you know, this works on this one. You know, no, each individual. Because WandaVision was yeah. so different. I mean, you had that background material. 
But WandaVision right. was so different from you know from any Falcon of Marvel and Winter thing. Soldier and anything. But yeah, when you specifically when you compare the two, I feel like Falcon and Winter Soldier is an extended Marvel movie. I mean, it, it oh, feels yeah. much more like the movie. Oh, it's I mean, um, it's you know has the potential. The way it's going is almost like a five and a half hour movie. Let's talk about the way it looks. Okay. I mean, it looks to me just about as good as the movie. I mean, there's there's oh, not yeah. much. The action is at a smaller scope, right? Scale. That doesn't mean it's not just as potent, I think. Oh, I think it's just as good. If not more, because I mean, it's you have just more time s- to spend with, you know. With it's not just Crossbones showing up and going, I'm going to blow up the city. Yeah. You know, and then we're like, no, we're going to fight him, and it's a huge action scene, and the Hulk jumps a thousand feet. Right. That stuff is great, and that's a spectacle, but this right. is a much more interesting story, really. Oh, yeah. I mean, this, it really brings a different kind of aspect to the superhero genre that you get from the comics specifically right. i think this is much closer to the comics in some mm-hmm. ways you get to see some of the side stuff I, I bet if this was somehow cut down to be a film you would probably lose almost every aspect of well, falcon's of it, sister you, for example i was gonna say think of like the first movie the whole bank part yeah you know that whole backstory of you know you'd get a quick little blurb, maybe. Right. But you wouldn't get that back and forth. You know, the scene of them at the boat afterwards and their conversation. Yeah. You know, those kind of things you wouldn't get in the movie. Because, well, one, I mean, you do, let's be honest, you have a time constraint. There's a format. And you have a, you know, a collaboration of characters. Mm-hmm. Instead of focusing in the life of just one or two. I think that's one thing we can probably say that the Snyder Cut gets correct is that you do get time. You do get, like like, like when they restored the Flash's stuff. They, right. I'm not saying necessarily that I love those, but I think format-wise, if you're going to do something like that and it's a little longer... Format is in the movie type, not the movie visual. <laughs> not, not the 4-3 aspect the, ratio. Not, no. Not the Golden Girls no. HD No, I, I haven't version. changed my feelings on that. No, but, no. But one thing I have been thinking about with the Snyder Cut is that like, I, it does seem like a more cohesive... You can see where these pieces were missing before. Right. But I still... I'm not... Defend, I, the Snyder Cut is a... It's not my thing. But I, I think maybe... <laughs> Train wreck. I think maybe if you put this show, Falcon and Winter Soldier, together, you maybe would notice some similarities in... The amount of time you get to spend with backstories and stuff, but I like this better in every way. Oh, in every aspect. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, I think. Well, and I think the fact that there are stories like we were talking with Zack Snyder, um, they drug out. There was a lot of things that were unnecessary. Sure. That didn't advance the story any. Like, like the football scene, we wouldn't have seen. We would have seen that in a cyborg origin story, right? But. We we would never have seen that in obviously right. like the original. No, it wouldn't last that long. It wouldn't be what it was. No, I, I think I mean, and even if you touched on it for a minute, would have been fine. Not well, dragged out yeah, nearly did, as long as. As I say that, it's like yeah. Did it need to be that long? No, I don't know. Not even close. I don't know. It's just slow motion uh, superhero pornography. Uh, well, you know, we said that, you know, how much of that was actually 30% slow motion. <laughs> That's a huge amount of it, for sure. But back to but Falcon, Falcon Soldier and the Winter uh, Snyder Winter cut. sexy. Winter. <laughs> I don't know uh, what it, So, okay. 
I don't, I don't, I don't know how much I want to spoil. Well, you know what? This is like I said, this is spoiler discussion, so yes. you're going to hear some spoiler stuff. The Wakanda stuff, I didn't expect to see any Wakanda. Right. It's right. very cool that we get to have that. Yes. Um, and I, I really like to see in this most recent episode. A thing they only hinted at, I thought we would never see, and then you get to see Bucky going through his, um, what do you want to call it? His process of right. becoming himself again. I was really impressed with that. Yeah, I, I didn't mean, think we'd get to see it. You know, and the thing is, is you don't always see like the dramatic emotion in a superhero movie. Right, there's not always time. <laughs> no, I mean, there's not always time. I mean, to really see that... You know, and you can see his emotion, the legitimate, you know, fear. He's good. I mean. He's damn good. Sebastian Sands is. He needs to be the young Luke Skywalker. He's, every time I see him now, I mean, I know that's the, that's been going around, but I really think it yeah. now. I really do want now, that you now. you did see, he said, he. it only takes Mark Hamill to say, he needs, uh, yeah. you can do it. He wants his, Mark, Mark Hamill's go ahead, basically. Yeah. That's great. He said, that's all, and they have to, you know. Tell him that, you know, they want him to do it. And then Mark Hamill just go, yeah, kid, go ahead. Yeah. That's all he needs. And yeah. he's like, I'm in. He's Absolutely. like, I am in. No, but I mean, that scene, you know, where it's just an emotional and he gets those flashbacks of the things that he did. And, yeah. You know, and that that harkens back to the very first episode. For of sure. Him, you know, going through his head. Yeah. Talking to the psychologist. You get this. He's clearly not fixed yet. He's still got a lot to deal with. I mean, he doesn't have that. He's he's dealing with the emotional baggage that came with being freed from that, right? And exactly. still remembering all of that. Uh huh. And you can see why it influences and informs his decisions going forward. Right. Right. That's good storytelling, in my opinion. Exactly. And I see, and that's the one thing, you know. And it's sad to say, I think right now in actual comic books, I think that's the one thing we're missing. Good storytelling. Good storytelling. Interesting. I mean, it's let's be honest. What was you know we had the 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 small bit of the House of X stuff. Man, you know I loved it. You know, but then it went off the rails after that. I yeah. really you know, and then now we're into this ten swords and all this you know, and it, it the storytelling just isn't there. You know, it, there's you know agendas and 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 just bad quick storytelling and you know. I just I I don't think anymore. You know, it's really bad to say that like, you know the the Claremonts and the you know those kind of people just it's they're hard to find anymore. Sure, you know. Sure. I think that's 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 the down that's going to be the downfall of comics. I think they'll they'll always be around. They're not going anywhere. No, I, but I mean the popularity of the heyday when we were oh for sure yeah you know. You know, right full, now, full full tilt. Weirdly, like the the popularity of comics seems to be these movies and shows. Yeah, I it mean, really, it really does. does. Um, but anyway, back to to Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Okay. Um, the episode two. You know, we we get the end of episode one. We get the quick shot of John Walker. Yep. So episode two. This is it's more about actual John Walker. Yes. And kind of his backstory. Um, and I like that they at first they make him seem like a doofus knockoff that you don't want. Right. And then they go, well, he's a real soldier. He's done some right. really really good things. He's done some. Uh, he's been through it. Right. And he's uh, right. maybe maybe more deserving of the title than you were immediately led to believe. But 
as the show goes. But also, you know, your philosophy is on that. Remember, even in, you know, Captain America, the first Avenger, remember Tommy Lee Jones. He's like, I've got all these guys that are, you know, I've got all these guys that are, you know, run rings and great soldiers, but that's not. What Captain America is? Yeah, he was Captain the one that jumped America, on that grenade, right? With nothing. Yeah, that's right. You know, with with no no armor, no helmet, no nothing. Yeah. He just he was the one that, and, and all these tough, great soldiers were ducking and hiding. Right. You know, there's it's, the difference. It's, yeah. it's it's Captain America is more about what's inside him than what he can do. Well, and then in this most recent episode, it, they say, yeah, they say. Uh, well, what does the serum do? It makes you more of yourself. Right. So it just was that Steve Rogers was this ultimate, you know, good guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, these other people, maybe we don't Not know. Not so much. Maybe. We don't know. We're going to see how it, I mean, well, we did see how it went right. at the end of the last right. episode, right? Well, we'll get to that. Yes. So two, it's called the Star Spangled... Um, Star Spangled Man. Star Spangled Man. Yeah. So it's just kind of a, almost just a walkthrough of him... You know, the things he's... And then um, we really get a first shot of the Flag Smashers. Yes. And a lot more of the buddy cop mentality. Of course, yes. Yeah, that's a lot of the fun of the show. It really is. It's a 48 hours with superpowers. And I, you know, they keep saying, oh, this guy sucks. I don't want to be with him. I don't want to... But they clearly care about each other. Right. You know. That's cool. So, you see when they do the infiltration and they're <laughs> trying to work together. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, really let good. me just go in. <laughs> He's like, okay. Well, how many are in there? Two. Oh. oh. Yeah. Let's use, what is it, Red Wing? And Red we'll Wing, see. yeah. And then Red Wing finds five or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. And then I like the part in the truck, in the chase in the truck, and he comes in and, you know, that Carly girl is in there thinking yep. she's a captain. Oh, there's a hostage, and then yeah. she like boots him. Yeah, and he's like, "Son of a!" He did not expect that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, but the whole playing back and forth when they're fighting on top of it, yep. was hysterical. Yep. Yeah, and little girl kicked your ass, huh? He's <laughs> yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> yeah, and the action is just about as good as the movie. I mean, really, it's yeah, it's a smaller scale, like I said, but it's. it's I mean, it's, as good. it's actually. I think what we've seen because we're not going back and forth between. Captain America, you know, the Hulk, Iron Man. Right. You know, we're focusing on them. You see a lot more of skill, the same skill with the jetpack. Sure. It's you more know, important. It's yeah. more important, you know, and then how good of a fighter Bucky actually is. Yep. You know, and his abilities. Whether or not he's armed. Right. <laughs> There's a pun in there. Um. So, I mean, I think, you know, and I love the them walking back. Yeah. After after yeah. that, when they get then, out of the jeep, <laughs> well, and not j- just in between that, you know, and I think Walker's whole thing is he almost has a, and it shows a little bit in in that second episode, has this inferiority complex. I, I think you nailed it. Yep. So he's trying he, to fill these impossible he, shoes. Yeah, and, and he's like, well, you know, just. If I can get, you know, Steve's buddies on my side, yeah. you know, everybody will accept me as, as Captain America. Yeah. Even if I'm not even, you know, really worthy. He's going to convince of, himself that he is right. when maybe we don't know if he is. Or right. And I love the part where uh, the one guy says, well, they call me Battlestar. 
And then Bucky's like, stop. Just stop the, t- stop the G. <laughs> you know he wants to go, you fucking moron. <laughs> yes. He's like, you idiot. <laughs> so that's kind of, you know, and then we get a little more back and forth, and then that's kind of the end of the second episode. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of come up with the plan in the third, which is called Power Broker. Yep come up with a plan because Zemo knows more because they initially think that Hydra is behind the super is soldiers. behind the, the addition of these super soldiers and who is the person right now in captivity that knows the most about Hydra yep Mr. Zemo Baron Zemo the Baron you. himself <laughs> he would say that probably <laughs> but uh, I like that we've spent more time with him oh I know and, and his actual personality he's fun because I mean and the thing is, we get to really see that he is kind of this, you know, lavish person. Yes. You know. And not only that, but he... So well connected. He talks and, the talk and walks the walk a yeah. little bit. You, you, he's, and dances the dance. He's not... Oh, that is amazing. They released like a 10-hour video <laughs> of just that dance. That uh, was hysterical. It's amazing. I know. Yeah, I love that. Uh, he's you get to see him do all he has all these skills yeah not only is he very intelligent but he's got all these skills that you get some of them you get to see him use yeah well and the thing is is we never got to see that even in right you just Winter have to Soldier. be told oh it's Baron Zemo he's so evil look right but now we get to see kind of why he is where he is and why he's considered to be <laughs> such a dangerous man yeah <laughs> and the thing is is he doesn't come off as evil he comes off as much more, um, I guess you would say that the word is, what I'm looking for is... Politically manipulative? Uh, well, just like in a gray area. He's, yeah. He, he's, I mean, he's pretty evil, right? He seems pretty right. evil. He's right. done evil things. Right. But, uh, yeah. But the thing is... He's is, more in between in this. You know, and a good villain, and I've heard this before said, a good villain doesn't believe they're, they're the villain. He thinks he's the hero. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, and I think that is Zemo, the epitome of Z- this Zemo. Yeah. Not necessarily, you know, the comic book. In the comic books, he's much more of just your average... Uh, villain. Yeah, yeah. really. Just yeah. Your, your stereotypical run-of-the-mill villain. But this may, kind of elevates him a little bit. I, oh, yeah, I, I really think so. think so. Well, and I mean, it goes back to what we're talking about, these individual characters and their motivations and, mm-hmm. you know, their, their life experience. We get to see a little bit more. The scene when he's with the kids in the courtyard. In the, what is that? The fourth episode? Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's in the fourth episode. That, that was like the chilling. The Bob, Bob Lash. I thought sheet. it was kind of chilling. I, I was know. Like, What's he going to do here? This is terrible. He's right. manipulating everyone around him. We get a little Narnia uh, call too uh-huh. with the Turkish delight. Yeah. So, yeah. and I mean, you, you know. The, well, let's go back to the third because yeah. there's a lot of Easter eggs sure. in this one. Go through them for me. Okay, um, we get to see the the ever popular mutants criminal hangout. Oh, you're not kidding! Huge yeah. mad report. Yes, uh, big time. We, we didn't get per se any X Men or mutant but reference. Come on, yeah. Except for the one place that we know a certain short Canuck. Owns. Oh, right. Yeah. The Princess Bar. Yeah. So we got a sh- quick shot of that. Yeah. And then the. So we um, come so close to I it. I know. And what is it? The. Uh, the I forget. The Copper Monkey or Brass Monkey Bar. Uh, 
I'm blank. I'm blank. I mean, the only one. reason I'm thinking brass monkey is Beastie Boys. <laughs> that funky monkey. But, yeah. But <laughs> anyway, that bar is also in the mutant verse. Yes. You know the fact that we're coming this close to it, and Ugh. um, the girl, um. Who Zemo knows that has the information? The little girl. No, no. Episode three in Matter of oh, War. Oh, 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 okay. Yes, where yeah. she, where they're in the, in yes. the, in the uh, thing. I remember. I yeah. can't remember. Anyway, that is, I mean, they gender swapped, and changed, but that is a mutant character. I didn't see this. I didn't get this one. Yeah. Who is it? It's. I can't remember her name now, and I should have wrote it down. I do this. That one went over my head. Yeah, but she is a. Uh, he in the comic books, right. who was a member of the uh, Mutant Liberation Front, mm-hmm. and is kind of, has the same powers, and with the same name, but they just kind of gender swapped her huh. in the in the show. So we're th- again, we're so close to mutants. They yeah. keep teasing us. We're like, oh, Wandavision's going to have mutants. Yeah. Well, this oh is so close, mutant stuff. Nope, right? No, uh-huh. no. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, keep teasing it. This because, is all set up. Yeah, I mean, it's let's be honest. How many movies did it take to set up? Infinity War. And they did it the right way. And they did it the right way. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, um, that whole scene with her, um, and then the uh, Smiling Tiger. Yeah. That is an X Men, you uh-huh. know. I recognize the name, but I couldn't. I couldn't place it. I didn't right. Google it. I meant yeah. to. The drink he drinks. Oh man. And he and that Smiling Tiger has been in a, t- a bunch of uh, Zemo stuff. Yeah. So then so, it's a total it's a total reference. Yeah, total reference there. Um, you know, and then we get to see Sharon Carter. Of course, yeah. So a little more uh attitude. Cool to see her back. Yeah. yeah. So she she was in three and four, episode yeah. three and four. So and I'm assuming there's more to her than Meets the Eye? <laughs> yeah, more more to her than, Are you than we've been. She's seeing. a transformer? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. All right. What would she be, RC? <laughs> She'd be uh, the tape that goes inside Soundwave. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no I was thinking, remember, the, uh, like, later on, the female motorcycle, RC? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. No, she is uh, a little more, uh, shall we say, she's, disheveled with the... Uh, yeah. She's a little uh, sassier. Oh, right. Little, she's a little dirtier. Yeah. I don't mean physically dirty. <laughs> She's not telling nasty jokes either. Mm. I mean, she's a little... Uh, she's playing by different rules now. Right, 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 right. So, I mean, you know, and, and uh, she she's part of the Matterport Underworld. You know, she's like an art, quote-unquote, art dealer. Yeah. You know, which I kind of like that whole... You know, she's got her finger. But, you know, we see her get into the car and talks about, you know, says something in regards to... We've got some issues or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, is she she technically still working for the government? And kind of under the radar? This, and uh, that's, who knows? Yeah. You know. Could be. So we, you know, we'll see in uh, the future couple episodes because we only have two more, right? It's it's only eight or six. Is this it is six. six I, mm, I think I thought they said it was six. I thought so too. But so we have two more. If I'm going to verify that while we talk. Okay. But uh, yeah, I mean. It, and then we get the uh, we get to see the doctor who is developing the super soldier serum. Yes, and we oh we get another mutant uh, name thrown out there, the power broker. Oh, oh well, of course that. Yeah, I that mean that's obviously because yeah. that's the that's the name of the episode. Right. So that's a huge that's a huge one. <laughs> right. 
Um, let me see here. How many episodes? Well, it says four. Well, we know there's <laughs> more. There's going to be more than four. Right. Um, let me see here. Number of episodes, four. Well, that doesn't help me. Thanks a lot. Well, you know what? And I like the fact, you know, going back to talking about, um, you know, the power broker. I like the fact we have not seen him yet. Yeah. But he has the ability to get, you know, because he sent several messages to that Flag Smasher group saying, yeah, yeah. I want my stuff back, otherwise I will kill everyone, you know. It just shows how, like, powerful... Oh, yeah. You know, to, really to, uh, you know, a testament to the guy's name. Yes, that's right. That he can decide... A lot of things. A lot of things. Uh, six so. episodes is correct. Okay. So. So, yes. So, it's going to start... So, man, it's going to get ramped up these next up, two. Yeah, probably Holy so. crap. Yeah. So. Do you think we'll get something as large as Luke's, Luke's showing up in Mando at the end of this? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I don't know how that would... Unless... A little wheelchair rolls in and he goes, I'm Charles Xavier. I have a school. Or we get Wolverine. <laughs> bub. Got out of my face, Patch. Bub. Not Wolverine. I, it would be great if it, it was Patch. We should look in the background and see if anyone's wearing that tuxedo. Tuxedo and an eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> that would be... With the big red carnation. That would be great. That that's the Connery... Yeah. That's the literally the same. It's so great. I know. <laughs> that would be awesome. I, I don't know. Maybe, you know, the big kind of... You know, Luke Skywalker at the end of Mando moment will be the revelation on who the power broker really is. Right. Maybe it's unrealistic to expect that, you know, with all these shows. We didn't quite get right. that with, with WandaVision, but right. I think WandaVision was more of a realistic expectation. I think I think because Mando is such a special thing for us and Luke is such a right. just a, you know, absolute top tier, there's almost no way you could do anything to, right. to rival that. Right. So I don't know. Be, I, I shouldn't be expecting it. I, no, I guess no. is what I'm saying. I mean, it would be a nice treat. Oh, wouldn't but it? I don't expect it. What if Luke Skywalker shows up? Luke <laughs> <laughs> Skywalker, I'm here to rescue X wing like land yeah. and they're like just they only send one X wing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, everything man. ends with Luke Skywalker flying in. Yeah, he's taking like, out. He's like, you guys can fight all you want, but there's bigger trouble. Look up, and the Death Star is there. <laughs> Oh and man! You hear the dun dun yes. dun. They found us. <laughs> oh man, my fan fiction starts here. Yeah. Well, no, I you know I I have no idea what the end end payoff is going to be. Is it going to continue? I mean, unlike Wandavision, this is a show that can continue. I feel like this could continue. And Wandavision I hope it felt honestly, pretty contained. Yeah, I think it was pretty much wrapped up. You know, yeah. fairly, fairly well. This seems like more like Mando, where it could go. You know, we can get this every year, maybe. Right. But WandaVision seemed like, yeah, maybe we'll do another one in a few years. Yeah. To tie to be a bridge. Well, and know. that's and that's what we've already been, you know, told. That's what Spider Man and I'm more Doctor more Strange for Spider Man, and I'm getting to the point where Doctor Strange is like top. Cannot of the come list. soon enough. Yes, I know. Holy crap! Did you see? Bruce Campbell's tweet on, yes. on April Fool's Day. Yes. That hurt me deeply. I know. Chris. Like, I wish he wouldn't do things like that because it shows you that Bruce knows exactly what we want. Oh, yeah. And he's actively not giving us the things I know. we want. I know. Damn it, Bruce. But that would be hysterical if it's actually in it. What? I think that's what everyone goes, yeah, well, what if they put it out as a joke, but then it's really in the movie? Wouldn't that be awesome? 
I mean, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I just don't. You're, that gets my hopes up even more. I know. So stop it. <laughs> stop it. Will we see a Necronomicon? I bet we will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's more likely going to be. Come on. Strange is going to have it on a shelf somewhere. Right. Maybe. Necronomicon Ex Mortis. <laughs> the Book of the Dead. Or maybe Wanda finds Listen, it. Listen, it's inked in human blood, Chris. Yeah. Bound in human flesh. Yes. So. But, uh, okay, <laughs> you know, that kind of ends, you know, episode three. The Power Broker. Yeah. You know, we get, we get uh, where Zemo has been manipulating things kind of behind the scenes. For sure. And kills the Doctor. Yes. Because of his... You know, and I do like the one thing he talks about why he does what he does it it fits in with his code with the thing yeah it totally, i mean it really does it lines up you know and um which kind of you, you know with his code that these people you know even superheroes they're just another you know version of and basically it's it's the uh, philosophy that if you if a hero lives long enough he sees himself to become the villain right I mean right. that's almost kind of where he goes I think with that. He's saying by na- by their nature, su- yeah. uh, super soldiers are uh, what not not fascist, but like uh, what is he saying? Like um, they are. Um, what is the word he says? They they automatically are like above you and right. by their very existence, you know, there's this inequality that makes them right. They shouldn't exist, basically. Exactly. I, the, he words it much more eloquently, yeah. but that's essentially what he's saying. Right. But uh, I like the fact, you know, at the beginning, kind of a four, they have that conversation. You know, he asks Sam, would you take it? Yeah. And he's like, no. Doesn't hesitate. No. And he's like, you know, no hesitation. Oh, yeah. And then they talk about, you know, they talk about with these others taking it and everything else. And, they, you know, when they said, mention Steve. Right. And he said... Well, that's why there's only been one. There's only one Steve Rogers. And yeah. I like that, that that's useful for a couple of reasons. It tells you that probably anyone else who takes it is it's not gonna, not going not to gonna end up like that. But right. also it elevates Steve even more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well I like and that, that. And that's the thing. And you know, I'm gonna go go to something. I do not like the direction the comic books are taking right now with Captain America. What Hail Hydra? No, 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 no. But, oh that, no. That's what did you think of that though? I hated that. Yeah, I, I, I thought you would. Yeah. Multiverse bullshit. That's what it is. You know, I I don't care. Yeah, that's not who Captain America is. Of course. You know, and they're manipulating right now in the comic books, Steve's values and changing them to fit modern. You know, shouldn't say perspective. This is a man that's out of time. That's true. He has, you know, he doesn't see, you know, one thing or another. He sees a person by their character, not not anything else. Yeah. And to put modern day geopolitical aspects into Captain sure. America, it always sucks. When I they think is a travesty. Put too much of that in it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, and that's and that's part of the reason. Why I don't want I, my character that I love being used as a. As a tool, either way, I just like. Right. I want to hear some. I mean, one way or the other. I mean, don't get me wrong. If it works for that character, great. But a lot of times, it it doesn't. A lot of times, it's for whatever reason. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So, and I, I just don't think it works. And I think that's what 
what they're kind of showing the way John Walker is right now and, and how bad that is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're kind of going against it right there. You know, it's kind of funny. It's like the show is going the direction, the, way the show, how, the way it should. Yeah. yeah. You know, and comic books are almost going the opposite direction. Interesting. Yeah. So, and it's kind of a, you know. So, but we do know in episode four, that's, and well, at the, was it, yeah, it was four where they go to, um, Bucky talking to, and then that's where we see the, the, you know, him in Wakanda that before he gets. That was great to see. So. I didn't expect to see any Wakanda. No. Just, I thought it would just get talked about. You know. Right. And I love the fact that they were there. Because uh, this episode is called The Whole World Watching. Yes. And there's a reason why it's called yes. that. Yes. Imagine if this... I'm just going to take a step to the side really quickly. Sure. Imagine if the Daredevil show could have been interconnected with the MCU and have this kind of a scale. They still keep talking they about it. They could do it. I mean, they, they could, could still so do it. it. Wouldn't it be great to be able to have Daredevil like run into like... I don't know, Spider-Man or something, or or like Bucky, he has I mean, to stop, you know, he has to fight Bucky or something. That would be so cool. That rumor is still out there on Matt being in Spider-Man. Oh, I would love to see it. Uh, it's, you know, they now have, Marvel has all of TV rights yeah. now back from Netflix on all their properties. Yep. So, they I just mean, get f- Jessica fully Jones, Luke Cage, right? Punisher... I would love to see both Punisher and Daredevil in the new Spider-Man. The Red Evil. <laughs> I'm less interested in Punisher right now for some reason. The only reason I would say would be really need to have the Punisher in because you could use his introduction from the comic books as his introduction to the MCU. Right, 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 right. now. That would be because would... of the fact that at the very end of Spider-Man: Far From Home. They had the whole thing that he killed Quentin Beck. Yeah. So. You're right. They would totally fit right in there. I mean, perfect. Yeah. Well, that's And then you have the, the trial of Spider-Man. You yeah. know, you have Murdoch and. Yeah, I read that when I was a kid. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like T. Yeah, there it, is. there it is right there. Right there I, on yeah, the T. I just don't know if that's the direction I, d- I don't think they are, unfortunately. Dang but that it. would be great, wouldn't it? Yep. So, um, but anyway, um, that's when, you know, he basically is telling the, the, uh, you know, the Wakanda guard, you know, we need him. And she's like, you have eight hours. I like that's that. That's it. And there's no, there is no, um, you know that they're just going to, what am I trying to say here? There's no questioning it no there's no, like no. If, and he if, knows if they come and they say hey this is happening it's happening right like he, he knows that there is nothing <laughs> yeah. he can do about well, it and that's funny because you know he goes into the apartment where they're at and he's like um yeah i'm not gonna sugarcoat it basically you know the, the they were here yeah. You basically have like eight hours. I thought he was going to keep that a secret. Yeah. It seemed like, oh, he wasn't going to say anything, and then they were going to bust in later, and right. it was going to be a surprise to him. But no, he just walks in and goes, hey, uh, yeah. Wakanda's here. Right. It's not looking good for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that, but I enjoyed right. that. But this is this is also when we get to the scene of them knowing about the, the girls 
you know, quote unquote adopted mother right. dying, mm-hmm. and then the scene of Zemo being very creepy. That was very creepy. Singing "Ba Ba Black Sheep," walking yeah. up to these kids, you're like, "What's he gonna do? <laughs> I don't like it." Yeah, get him away from kids. Right, it's very weird. And then he, you know, gets the candy, and he knows how to to get what he wants. He's a master manipulator. Yes, he is. You know, has the girl. Also, Tell his him, fashion, amazing. Oh, I mean, Perfect. you know, it's, it is barren. He, He's definitely a barren. I don't want to say Euro trash, but... It's very European, yes, for sure. Yes, very, uh, you know, high-scale European, yeah. retro, sort of, you know, that 90s... Oh, it feels like that, yeah. ...kind of look to him. But, uh, you know, because... And then talking about him manipulating and stuff, you know, where he tells the girls... Those guys are bad. Don't tell them anything. Yes. He's like, go ahead and have all the candy. Have all these candies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, so, per- he's perfect. Because he knows, you know, they know then the, you know, the girls from Wakanda power, have yeah. his butt. So, you know, and then they go to, well, then they get spotted by Walker and. Yes. What's it? Haskins? Is that the is other it guy? Hoskins or Haskins? It might be. I think it's Haskins. I think you're right. Yeah, Battlestar. Um, yeah, Battlestar. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to Mr. Bucky rolling his eyes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, then when they catch him and try to tell him, oh, we're gonna capture. You know, we're gonna take him. This and this and this. Um. You know, basically they're they're like whatever. You know, it's funny to see them defending Zemo. Right. Well, it's, you know, even Bucky said he's an ends, you know, he's means, a, to, means an to an end. end. yeah. So, but uh, anyway, when they break in, you know, Walker, and I love the fact that the only thing you're running here is your mouth. Yeah, that's a good line. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Anthony Mackie is good at, at popping I, those lines I up. like him more and more in yeah. the show. Yeah. I just never cared about Falcon. We talked about this. Right. Falcon was not my character, but... After this, much higher on the list. Right, right. Um, and it's mostly due to him being great. Right. Anthony Mackie, I mean. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, he is good. Um, I love the fact that, you know, he's telling them, oh, we're going to, you know, that's it. We're taking Zemo, blah, 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 blah. And then that's when the guards from Wakanda come in. Yes. <laughs> great I timing. Love, I love the fact that, you know, right now Walker is like, Hey, I'm Captain America. He's trying to puff he's his chest out a little bit. Yeah, pump his chest throw out. Throw his weight around. <laughs> he goes to turn around, like shake their hand, and she's oh, like, man. she does that look like I am not fucking impressed. <laughs> not even a little. <laughs> it was great. And then when she whoops his ass. Yes. I mean, he doesn't even get a chance to, he like goes to put his hand on her shoulder. That's, One, big no-no. Yeah. You know, she, I mean, literally three punch knocks him back into her spear and slams him on the ground uh-huh. and then takes his shield. I love that. Yeah. I thought they were going to take it from him. I know. I thought so, too. But also, it was pretty funny. They're all fighting. And uh, at the time, Zemo's just sipping a drink. Yep. In the waiting corner, for his window. Waiting for his moment. And then also at that time, that's when... Uh, Bucky's you know, like, you're doing Bucky. great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. yeah. So... It's like, you ought to do something. Oh, you're doing great. Keep it up. And the thing I noticed while watching is count the window smashes. There's about a dozen of them. Yeah. They hate windows. <laughs> they make that nice sound. They, they do. Glass always makes that nice sound when it breaks. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, you got that shield to slam into it. Come right, on. Yeah. Well, at one point, 
one of the guards throws a spear like literally through the straps. Yes. And pins it to pins it to the, the table, table. And he can't get it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and insult to injury, she yanks it out. She gets it in one good pull. One yeah. pull and it like the shield hits the ground and she does the Steve Rogers Captain the America shield grab. Yeah. And the look on Walker's awesome. face was like oh, no. complete defeat. Yeah. You know. And of course, you know, in the melee, Zemo just walks out. Just yeah, walk. in the show they say pulls an El Chapo because <laughs> he goes into the bathroom yep. and like slips down the sewer drain, escapes down the sewer. Yeah. yeah, so he pulls an El Chapo, which was a funny reference. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you see the fact that he was defeated, so you know, so much defeated. Yeah, it's like they weren't even super soldiers. Defeated a lot this episode. Yeah. yeah. And that pushes in. Well, we, we didn't talk about. We did miss the part where he grabs a super soldier serum vial, right? That he. Well, the Carly girl, she she gets the rest of the serum because uh-huh. she was wanting to make more of them, right? Um, which that group has increasingly become more violent and more destructive, right? 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 Even with you know having good intentions, right? They're killing innocent people. They're, they're now. killing innocent people, no matter you know, just because of their job, you know, right. not because of their actions, right? Um, but uh, anyway, you know, Walker finds one vial left. And he puts it in his little pocket. And he puts it in his pocket. Now, mind you, we also skip the fact that Zemo got himself into an area. Where he could have killed her and yeah. tried and almost did. Yep. So if it wasn't for Walker coming in, yeah, he would have killed her for and, sure. And I mean, it would have the, kind the of been over. Would have been solved. Yeah. yeah. Zemo with these direct solutions. Here. I know, right? <laughs> but anyway, okay, we go back to you know Zemo escapes, and you know we knew after, he would. He, he had knew to, he would. Right? You know, Walker completely defeated. I mean, literally... Completely defeated. Completely defeated. I mean, emotionally, physically... Right. And his buddy gets, well, killed. Yeah. Well, we... We, we think, anyway. Right. Um, They have a conversation before that. Remember. Because oh, yeah. this is, you know... He talks about, would you take the serum? Right. Would it be worth it? And the guy's like, hell yeah, I yeah, would. Yeah. You know, You know, unlike what... What, uh, it's a direct opposite to what, what Sam. Just said, yeah, yeah. when uh, opposite. Um, well, they um, the girl calls Sam's sister and basically threatens. That was her. great. Yeah, you know. So that goes to show from being a you know wanting to help these people to almost being a terrorist. You know, just transforming into a terrorist. Yeah. Um, to threaten someone else's family like right. that. Right. 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 And I mean, he call she calls. Her son's my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got and, all the info. And knows where everything is. And she is. goes, oh, I'd never heard him, but I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Right. Right. So, um, you know, wants this meeting with Sam, supposedly to come alone. And, <laughs> he immediately breaks that. Yeah. Bucky is, comes with. Well, um, Sam calls in a favor, can share in some, you know, do you still have, she's like, I maybe have one or two tricks. Yeah. yeah. I have a satellite that, anyway, she is tracking Walker because knows that he's going to try to... Crash the party. Crash the party. Yeah. Um, fight ensues. A couple things happen. She almost gets the fact that she's about ready to shove a knife in Walker's oh, chest. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, Battlestar 
knocks her over, and she gets pissed and just like front kicks the shit out of him. Yeah, he's done. And slams up against a pole, and we think he's dead. Yeah, we don't know for sure if he's dead. Right, we don't know for sure. He didn't check for a pulse, I don't think, but it does seem as though he's dead. Or at least we want him to think that, well, we don't, but the show wants you to think that he thinks that he's dead. Right. Is that confusing? Yeah. (laughs) Not really. If you've seen it, you'll understand. It's clear as mud. Clear as mud. Um, Anyway, they kind of all take off in different directions, realizing what she did. Yeah. Because she did it in the heat of battle kind of yeah. thing. Um, well, Walker chases down one of, one of the one guys. Of, yeah. And, I mean, brutally he was knocks a, was him. That, that was a super soldier, too, right? Yeah, he yeah. was a super soldier, too. But he, he knocked him several times, and the guy's like, it wasn't me, it wasn't it. me. Yeah. And, Doesn't you know. matter to him. Walker takes a... Um, Homelander approach. Oh, you're not kidding. With the shield in in a crowded plaza. Everyone's filming it. And, and of course, you know, modern day, everybody's phone, they're filming it. And basically, almost to the point of the, you don't see it. I was hoping that head would come off. I mean, I'm a horror fan. I mean, you know, yeah. I, 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 like you said, violence ain't cool in real life, but this was awesome. <laughs> I was hoping for a decap attack. Let's, let's, literally a decap? A decap. <laughs> Well, very well could have been, but it was PG-13, so they yes, weren't going to show yes. it rolling. But, I mean, <laughs> it looked as if he... It looks like he crushed it, just crushed his ribcage and, and, and just smashed it all. Through the chest. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, as many times with him jacked up on Super Soldier He's Serum, on roid rage right now. Yeah. Right. He really is. Um, and it kind of ends at Bucky and Sam walk up in, in shock yep. and horror... And everyone's filming, and he kind of realizes for a moment. He done goofed. <laughs> yeah. He done effed up. Yeah. But then he, it, the look on his face is like, no, I'm justified. I feel like I'm justified. Right. Well, and then we, we take a little back view, and he's holding the shield with the bottom all bloody. That shot. And is straight great. from from uh, a comic book. Big panel. time. Yeah, yeah. Very cool shot. Man, so, the way it's framed and the buildings around him. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, that's that's a definite U.S. agent shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, from a, from a comic book panel. So, yep. and that's where we ended. That's that's uh, episode four. Yeah, looking forward to the next two. Big yes. time, man. As much action was in this one, really? Yeah, I can only imagine the ramp up of action in the next two. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I, I'm clearly happy. Yeah, 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 I'm very. It was. So. If it was. It's been great so far. Yeah. I mean, I just think of it as kind of its own long movie. Yeah. And let's be honest. Even the first one that was a little slower episode. Yeah. Was not that slow. No, not really. There's plenty of action in it. Plenty. I mean, I it mean, starts out with a great action sequence. Yeah. I mean, Wadavision was a little slower on the start. You know, oh, for sure. Episode one, division was much of a slower pace. Like right. if you're used to action, and that's what a lot of complaints were about Wandavision. Right. Oh, there's no fighting. It's not always about that in Marvel. Yeah. No. No. So, all right. Speaking of battles. Now, you want to talk about some battles. <laughs> all right. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. The main event. The main event. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Kongzilla versus God. I don't know what that <laughs> means. Uh, what are your overall thoughts on this feature-length film? I liked it a lot. You had fun with it? I had fun with it. It was fun. It was. It was. It, it didn't veer from what it was supposed to be. I think you're totally right. It didn't go too many other weird... Sometimes in these movies, you, they focus on other things too much or whatever, but I was satisfied with the amount of Well, and it battles. was like... Yeah, and I mean, 
you know, honestly, Kong Skull Island and Godzilla King of the Monsters, yeah. they all had this kind of geo, you know, environmental... Right, I mean, like, a lot of those want to undertone you know, to Traditionally, it. Godzilla has that for sure. Right, 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 right. But I meant they kind of pushed Pretty that. hard on that, yeah. This was a flat-out... This is a fun movie. King of the Monster battle. I, I mean, think, that's just... I think some of that is definitely to do with the director who I know is a big fan of a lot of the things that I'm a fan of. Right. And I could kind of get that vibe. So um, I, I think that had something to do with it. I mean, obviously, it, it's something to do with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I'm totally good with from now on, kind of, and kind of being in that realm. Yeah. I mean, you can have a, you know, you've got to have some kind of story. Uh-huh. But I mean, it really having just that fun it's a fun monster movie. It was movie. fun, yeah. There was Let's enough- be honest. I mean, you know, the reason why we love the Kong and the and the and the Godzilla. You want to see big monster fights? Big and monster cities fights. Getting ripped apart. That's, that's what yeah. we want. Yeah, you don't want to focus too much on the. I mean, the human aspect is important, obviously, right? And in this one, more than ever, because there's now again there will be spoilers for this. Yes. So I'm going to drop one right now. Um the the fact that Kong can sign. Yeah. That was huge. That's really cool. That was that was cool. But that makes the human connection even more important, right? They don't have but, to have those. Uh, but see, that's that's it. There, that's, there's a difference between being like this geopolitical addition to the story. Mm-hmm. To that's the difference between that and having the human element in the story. Right, right, exactly right. You don't have to have. This one way or we get the it. other Pollution major, is bad. <laughs> yeah, you know, we know that you, you don't have to have this, you know, major push one way or the other, but have that human story, even if it's a, you know, a two hundred foot ape. It wasn't going super far out of its way to teach me a lesson, right? It was going super far out of its way to entertain you. Is what it was, and, doing. and may and you know make you have a feeling towards the character. Yes, absolutely. You know, but it wasn't trying to push hard to teach me something. That being said, it, it doesn't have the most depth or whatever. Like it's no. a movie about a, a lizard and, a, and an ape fighting a nuclear yeah. lizard yeah. and a giant ape. I mean, I mean, what what do you want from this movie? <laughs> exactly. I, I, if if you're expecting something. Yeah, something else. I mean, what are you doing? If you're expecting Rosebud coming from this movie, <laughs> you're not going to get that. Yeah. So, and nobody uh, wants that. I think this is probably one of the best versions of this type of movie. I think so too. I think I think up there, it's uh, one of yeah. the best. Um, I mean, there's a what are these? What are some other versus movies? Uh, Freddy vs. Jason comes to mind first, right? I like that one pretty well. Uh, what are some other f- verses? Uh, I mean, you almost just go to like any Rocky movie, right? Yeah, you know. Uh, well, I, I'm thinking where like franchises come together because the point I'm going to be making is I think that this does a pretty good job of being fair to each, right? Kong and Godzilla. I mean, if you want to go to like comic book, do the whole X Men Avengers, sure thing. I mean, you know, that's kind of the because they're those two universes are even though they're roughly in the same universe they're dealt with differently yeah so i mean that that was something that's kind of sure the last one of these i watched was um the right. the ring versus the grudge movie yeah 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 um that was fun you know that was a fun that was okay right. but uh I, I think the point i'm trying to make is that frankenstein versus the wolfman yeah there's tons of those you know yeah. but the point i'm trying to make is that these 
both of these franchises got, I think, pretty equal treatment and, and in a pretty good way. They both – there was no clear winner or loser. I mean, we knew it would go that way, right? right. Oh, there has to be a third party that they have to fight. Right. I feel like Godzilla won more battles, but Kong ended up – Won the war. Yeah, I mean, really – but but at the end it seems you know it's like a standoff it's like right. you know, I respect you yeah. I'm going to go my separate way yeah it's interesting that they um uh, they come together for the fight and then at the end it's like I guess what's interesting is were, did they not continue to fight because they were just too tired and hurt? Yeah. Or or did, or is it that they was really it, there res- was actual... they respect each other? And right. They'll like share the realm of, or or is it that because like does Godzilla? Okay, here's a question: Does Godzilla live in that Hollow Earth, or is that specifically Kong's domain? I think that's specifically Kong's domain. And we know that because I mean that that's where the, the apes throne. came from. Yeah. You know, and okay. that's. And then remember um, where Godzilla was, was kind of an Atlantis. Well, Chris, I haven't seen the other movies in this franchise. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, well, you... I don't know anything about those. Yeah, if you watch uh, Godzilla and King of the Monsters, it's I know, kind I, of... I, I wasn't even going to admit that, but I have to because I can't talk about those because yeah. I haven't seen them. Yeah. I don't know It kind know of why. explains a little bit more of... I have them. I own them all. Right. I just haven't watched them yet. Yeah, well, you don't have to watch so much Kong Skull Island mm-hmm. as much to get uh, background because they really actually, in this one, delve in Kong's background more yeah. than Godzilla's. I felt like I was getting more than they had given before. Yeah. But I had no way of knowing that. Right. So, I mean, Kong Skull Island was more of like, okay, he's just grown up on this island as far as we've known. Right. You know, and just, you know, he's a mutant monkey. Yeah. It's gotten incredibly huge. You know. But they did talk and the one good thing, they did talk about like his environment on Skull Island was withering because of the fact that you know, it can only sustain him for so long. Right. So and then, you know, they really needed to find another place for him. Right. Well so, then this solves that problem. This solves that problem. Well, let's go through the plot. Okay. I'll read the Wikipedia and we'll just talk about it as it comes up. Okay. Okay. So, five years after Godzilla defeated King Ghidorah, Kong is monitored by Monarch within a giant dome on Skull Island. Kong is visited by Jia, the last... Oh, boy. The last (laughs) native and Kong expert... Dude, I don't know any of these names. Just just go with it. She's the lady's adopted daughter, and she's deaf, and she communicates with Kong via sign language. I thought the sign language... We already talked about this, but the sign language thing was very cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. And it came at the exact right moment. Right. Bernie Hayes, an employee of Apex Cybernetics and host of a Titan Conspiracy Theory podcast, <laughs> extracts data suggesting sinister activities at a Pensacola facility. However, Godzilla suddenly attacks the facility during the rampage. Bernie stumbles on a massive device. Madison Russell, a fan of Bernie's podcast, enlists her friend Josh to investigate Godzilla's attacks. Is the friend Josh the kid from Deadpool? Yes. That's fun. Yeah. And, fun and of that. course, Madison is 11 from yes, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. And she was in Kong, or, the uh, Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. So. Um, just and so it. was her dad. Right. Obviously. Right. Um, 
they're fine. I like them together. Right. You don't get a lot of the, the family thing. Right. I had I had the feeling that I should know those characters from a previous movie. Well, if you watched King of Monsters. Well, there's a lot of references in lot, there. Yeah. To, in this one to that. Right. So, you know, I, I just kind of used the context. It said, I probably, you know, I'm just going to assume I know these characters. <laughs> yeah. the, the movie assumes that I know them. Right. So, no big deal. Because no. I, they didn't get very much development or anything right but i just assumed that if i watched the other movie i would get some of that yeah. so no big deal well see and that's the thing in kong nobody that was on the expedition is in this movie right okay is it because they all died no they didn't all die because okay. it was like um sam jackson brie larson um i forgot that movie had such star power yeah oh my god kong i'll watch Skull it Island. i'll watch it um, what did you think of uh, Madison Russell? Uh, or not Madison Russell? What did you think of uh, Madison Russell? No, uh, <laughs> Bernie Hayes. Is, he's not a returning character, is he? No, he seemed like a. He, they set him up. Yeah, I liked his thing with the flask. Yeah, that made sense. Right. Um, you know the whole podcaster thing. It, it made sense. I, I, it, I bought it. it yeah, was, it was fine. Yeah, and and it was okay. I mean, it set up. Well, in the story enough that it was believable. Yeah. You know, that it wasn't so far-fetched. And he was a fun character, too. Yeah, he was a fun character. He was fun to watch. Had his funny quirks. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay, Apex CEO Walter Simmons recruits Nathan Lind, former monarch scientist and hollow Hollow Earth's theorist. Now, was that guy in a previous movie, or is his brother? Brother. Okay. Um, To guide a search for a power source into the hollow Earth, the homeworld of the Titans. They're referring to it as its own world. It's just a different layer. I of mean, the it Earth. would be almost like homeland. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but yeah, that's okay. Nathan semantics. is initially. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Nathan is initially hesitant as his brother died. In, oh, there it is. In an expedition to the Hollow Earth, due to a strong reverse gravitational effect, he agrees after Walter reveals that Apex has developed HEAVs, specialized crafts able to withstand the pressure exerted by the gravity field. Um, I, this whole hollow earth realm thing mm-hmm. reminded me there's a bunch of movies from like the forties and fifties land of the lost. There's so many, I mean, that's, and it's not just that there's that for I sure. Mean, yeah. That's one of them. Yeah. There's so many movies that I've seen you know, like on Sven Gulli or like, even yeah. like mystery science theater where it's like, there's an expedition and they're going to discover this new world and there's mole people or there's, the, right. you know, or dinosaurs still roam. Oh yeah. yeah. You get claymation dinosaurs yeah. and the people are stuck there. Um, <laughs> It, it had that vibe, and I realized that I hadn't seen anything modern that really did that. Yeah. Not for a long time. Mm-mm. I know they did, like, Journey to the Center of the Earth, but that's been... How long has that been? 15, 10, 20 15, years? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I didn't even ever see that. Right. So I just hadn't seen that concept used in a while. So I, right. I was like, oh, this is kind of fresh. You know, I, I, I like that this... It's old school, and that idea kind of fits right with Kong. Yeah. Because Kong would have been a thing when those movies were a thing, right, you know? Right. So it weirdly works even though it seems like such a ridiculous idea. I'm just right, like, exactly, yeah, it fits yeah. in this world. Like, I, I totally get it. Right. You know, so I thought that was actually a neat choice. And I like the way they portrayed it that that gravity field is Right in the middle of, everything yeah. floats. Yeah. Yeah. It made sense. Yeah, it did you know, make sense. And, and, you know, when they, you know, I know it's kind of advancing to him getting there, but, like, he could jump between... One side of right. the gravity flip. and flip, you know, yeah. and it inverts everything and goes to the other. Yeah, it's a playground. Yeah. <laughs> so Nathan meets with is it Eileen? 
Yeah. And convinces her to let Kong guide them through the Hollow Earth via an outpost in Antarctica. She was in a movie that I really liked. I recognized her immediately, the actress. Mm. She was in a movie, I think it's called The Awakening or Awakenings, where she is trying to she's like a she's like a debunker of paranormal things. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, like she's trying to get people to stop getting ripped off by mediums and psychics. And it's like um it's kind of like Victorian era you right. know, England. And uh but then they call her into this case at this orphanage and it might be something real. Right. It was a great movie. She's been in a ton of stuff. It's She's a, really pretty. She, I really, really liked her in that. And yeah. I, well, I just want to shout out that movie, and yeah. people should watch that movie if they can find it. Very good. Um, anyway, Nathan, Eileen, and an Apex team led by Walter's daughter Maya board a modified barge escorted by the U.S. Navy that carries a sedated and restrained Kong. Godzilla attacks the convoy and defeats Kong, but retreats after the ships disable their power and trick him into thinking they're destroyed. To avoid alerting Godzilla, Kong is airlifted to the hollow earth entrance and Gia convinces him to enter the tunnel while the team follows him in the H-E-A-V-S. The scene, I I liked the entire ocean fight. Yeah. That was fun. Godzilla being sort of a Jaws. They even like connect the piece of the boat to him and (laughs) it's exactly from Jaws. Right. Great. I like it. Kong, and I I like that in that fight, it's like, oh, Kong is sedated, so he's not at his full rage capacity. Yeah, and he's, you know, cuffed for most of it. That was cool when they finally, like, he has to, like, flip that switch and undo the bindings and Kong loses his mind. (laughs) (laughs) That was cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, and it was kind of one of those things is, you know, because they fought really, they fought twice. Yes. Once Kong was way out of his own element and at a serious disadvantage. Yes. And, you know, he, he got beat by Godzilla. Yeah. The second time they fight, which is later, I don't know if it was so much of... Because, you know, and the one thing they don't talk about, that there's so much gravity and pressure. It's like, does that take a toll on Kong going through that? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Because if you remember, like, basically Godzilla used his radiation breath to drill a hole Straight in the down. center of the earth. It just happened to be the exact spot. I know. <laughs> it's a movie. It's a movie. It's it's fun. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, does that, you know, because they have to have special, you know, kind of almost shields and, and right. equipment to get there. It's almost like going to space. Yeah. So um, it's like... I didn't really understand the whole portal thing. Like, that's like a gravity situation, Some I kind guess? of gravity well. I don't know. Um, Madison and Josh find Bernie, who joins their investigation. They sneak into the wrecked Apex base, discover a secret facility underground, and are inadvertently locked into an underground monorail transport to Apex headquarters in Hong Kong, where they unwittingly stumble on a test of Mecha Godzilla. It is telepathically controlled by Ren Sirizawa, the son of the late Ishiro Sirizawa. Is that a character from the other? Okay, mm-hmm. perfect through the neural networks from the skull of a severed Ghidorah head, but is hobbled by its power supply's limitations. Walter intends to harness the hollow Earth's energy to overcome Mechagodzilla's limitations. That was a lot. Um, the the room they're in, the giant hangar test area, right. where they test Mechagodzilla, to me, looked like a straight-up reference to the Metal Gear Solid, at the very end of Metal Gear Solid, when you fight Rex, yeah. it's like the same, it's a very similar looking hangar, right? It, it had a lot of And the, the director that directed this, 
is supposedly going to direct the Metal Gear Solid movie. Nah, and I couldn't see. help but think there's he may be, you know, just kind of hinting at that. That may have informed that the right. look of that area. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure, but I like the the high speed uh, transport yeah. system. That was really cool. That was cool. What do you think of Mecha Godzilla? I liked it. I liked it not being so clunky and yeah. chunky. <laughs> well, they didn't know. have to have a person inside a suit for this. Right. That was the limitation before. Was that yeah. They had to have someone, you know, in a suit just like Godzilla. So it had to be thick, you know. Right, right, right. But this could look more robotic, you know. Well, in the fact that it, it honestly, it had more of the, the Pacific Rim yes. type of look to it. A Jaeger. A Jaeger. So it kind of had that, you know, skinnier torso and uh-huh. like a little bit bigger chest. All the spine action going on. The spine action going that was on. Cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like the look of it. I like the spinning hand thing. I mean, yeah. it's you know very classic. I like right. that a lot. It's so dumb, but it's like just turn your brain off and have a good time. Exactly. It, it was fun. Uh, okay, just a little bit left here. Okay. Inside the Hollow Earth, Kong and the team find an ecosystem similar to Skull Island. That's lucky. Yeah. They discover his species' ancestral throne room, where they find remains of an ancient war with Godzilla's kind and a glowing axe made from another Godzilla's dorsal plates. As they identify the power source, the Apex team sends its signature back to their Hong Kong base, despite Eileen's protests. Attracted by Mechagodzilla's activation, Godzilla arrives in Hong Kong, and sensing Kong, he directly drills a shaft to the throne room with his atomic breath. In the ensuing mayhem... Maya and the Apex team attempt to escape, but but their HEAV is crushed by Kong. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, she, if they hadn't just shot him, if they'd just flown away, yeah, it's it's only because she goes shoot him, yeah. and as they're driving by, they blast him a little bit, and he goes, nah, hell no, no. <laughs> Kong, Eileen, Gia, and Nathan ascend to Hong Kong, where Godzilla and Kong battle. Godzilla is initially overpowered by Kong, but Godzilla emerges victorious while. Kong loses consciousness. Um, that was a fun fight. I that like was that. A fun. Um, I love the fact that he we, used that axe. That axe. That axe. It's cool that he puts it on the charger like I it's know. a cell phone. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I was like, how long will this thing take to charge? You yeah. Know? Good thing it's pretty instant. Right. Um, I like the idea that yeah, it can hold this charge because that's an ancient Godzilla scale. You know, ancestor you know, whatever, scale. Or spine. That's really cool. Yeah, right. Um, and later that comes into play where Godzilla sort of, you know, uh, <laughs> charges it for him. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, Brought me back to like Mothra. Oh, yeah. Moments for Godzilla. Mm-hmm. You know. The thing that I skipped over, well, I didn't mention before, but I, the scene when Godzilla kills that sort of dinosaur, not Godzilla, Kong kills the dinosaur thing and like Bat eats its thing. brain. Oh, I know. That was awesome. That Zora was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, she actually hit into the blanket. She's like, let me know when that's over. <laughs> She's like, that's really gross. Um, I thought that was really awesome. Yeah, and he did it with such attitude. He like rips it and takes yeah. it by and just kind of... When he licks his lips. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was fun. Uh- <laughs> that was fun. It gave personality. Kong wasn't just this... It's hard to give him personality. It, it is hard to give him personality, but it gave him personality. Because, I mean, if you watch, like, primates at the zoo, mm-hmm. they each have their own personality. For sure, yeah. So, I mean, that's it was kind of neat for them to go through that. Yeah, and you get that, you know, when he touches fingers with the little girl and all right. that stuff. It's 
they're really trying to make you feel like Kong is the hero here. Right. And he's not just a rage monster, even though he is that. Right. You know, he's he's somehow here to do good, I guess. He just yeah. wants to go home. You know? Right. So, Madison, Josh, and Bernie are caught by security and taken to Walter. Despite Ren's concerns over the power source's volatility, Walter orders him to activate Mechagodzilla. They lose control of Mechagodzilla immediately, who kills Walter, electrocutes Ren, and then attacks Hong Kong. By the way, the fact that the final fight is in Hong Kong, could it be more perfect? No, no, it was Come awesome. On. With all the neon light. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, they, uh, let's see here. Nathan revives Kong by destroying the HEAV, and Gia convinces him to help Godzilla. He says, oh, Godzilla's a friend, or, or not your enemy. Right. He just says, not your enemy. Um, as Mechagodzilla overpowers both Titans, Josh short-circuits Mechagodzilla's controls with Bernie's flask of liquor, momentarily interrupting the mech. I, I thought that was a little le- like a little weak. Right. Oh, just dump some water on the panel. Well, my only thing was, is if it was, be- it was almost like it was being remote-controlled from another place. That's what I don't understand because I thought the guy was controlling it, but then and that's what I thought at first. But then, was it the well? Then I understood the skull was right. you so know his brain that, that it was somehow Ghidorah doing that, yeah, and and knew how to control the mech somehow. Like it wasn't very clear, right? Who was what? That was kind of muddled at the end. That point is it like someone else that's controlling it, or yeah. is it you know like remotely? Because you know you saw the screen like. <laughs> And first, yeah. you know, I couldn't and really it tell. take over. So I didn't know if it was Ghidorah or if it was. That's what my feeling was. Oh, Ghidorah kind of somehow awoken and took over. Well, because they used it like, you know, they did in Pacific Rim using the kaiju brain. Right. It's exactly it, yeah. You know, so. And again, it's a very Metal Gear solid thing where I don't know how much Metal Gear you know, but there's a character who loses an arm. They replace his arm with someone else's arm and then that arm seems to control the other guy right so it's like that's a very similar right, right idea right. and so because i knew that he was going to direct the movie and i was thinking about metal gear as i watched this right i just had that thought like oh that makes sense to me through this other pathway of right, knowing about right. it from metal gear solid yeah but to a normal person i might be like wait what yeah um let's see here godzilla supercharges kong's axe with his atomic breath allowing Kong to destroy Mechagodzilla. And boy, does he. <laughs> Dismemberment, destruction, boy. Mayhem at its finest. It was great. Um, Madison, Bernie, and Josh reunite with Mark Russell while Godzilla and Kong acknowledge each other before the two go their separate ways. They yell at each other's face. They do. They just kind of scream at each other. Yeah. Um, sometime later, Monarch has established an observation post in the Hollow Earth where Kong now rules. He ruled before, bro. Yeah, he did. Kong rules. I love the little scene, like, in the middle of it when he had the axe where he sits on the throne. Yes, yeah, and he's just sitting there like, this is definitely my chair. Yeah. Yeah. That was so. great. So, overall, it was a really fun watch. Yes, it was fun. It, 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 there were only one or two scenes when I'm like, eh. let's move along. Yeah. There's some exposition, like, when they're trying to convince the scientists to help them. Right. The two guys in the apartment or whatever. Or, no, he was in his office. Right. Uh you know, some of that stuff maybe went on a little long, but that's just, you have to do those exposition dumps because Kong can't talk. Right. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> so, no, overall, I, I will give it a thumbs up. Oh, yeah. You know what this movie is. Uh, exactly. It's yeah, it's it's a fu- it's fan service that was 100%. done well. 100%. That was done very well. Yeah. As a fan of the older ones and not having seen the new ones, 
seeing this makes me want to go back and watch the other ones. Right. So, and I've been told, I know I should watch them. If you're a Godzilla fan, why aren't you watching Godzilla? I get it. I know. I'm sorry. I just haven't done it. Right. Um, it's been other things on the plate. Yes. I will now, watch. Now, I will, I will say one thing that um, this movie did out-download the Zack Snyder cut. <laughs> so. Sorry, Zack. Yeah. So, if that's any indication, you know. I mean, let's be honest, that movie is a marathon to watch. Yeah. And there's not a lot of people that will dedicate... It should be watched like a ...for to let alone watch it twice. Really, yeah. You're you know? not wrong, yeah. So, but this movie, you know, it's a, a stereotypical length of yeah. a movie. For the most part, other than, like you said, one or two little items, it was very fast-paced. Yeah. I a lot mean, of action. Plenty it, of action. Yeah. There wasn't one moment that I was like, I was waiting for the stand up and cheer moment. Right. I didn't get that from this movie. There were one or two. I liked when the head comes off, you know, of right. uh, Mecha Godzilla, <laughs> and he's just screaming, or when he kills that other. You know, some of that, some of those kills were good. But well, the the killing the bat thing that was kind of a, a stand up yeah, and cheer. I, kind if of there moment. was one in the, in the movie, it was probably that. And when he took the head off of Mecha Godzilla, yeah. Yeah. Because he just kind of stands there. <sighs> yeah, he's just he's like an MMA fighter. <laughs> he's all jacked up. Uh, I, yeah, it was cool. I think maybe if I'd been watching with a group of people like my age and not right. an eight-year-old, you know? Right, right, right. I, maybe we would have been more, you know, r- rowdy. Yeah. But uh, it was a perfect thing to watch with Zora, who's eight. Right. So it was like the she, – she liked it a lot, I could tell. And uh, Well, I mean, know. there was a lot of bashing and smashing. Of course. I mean, it wasn't overtly – Realistically, it wasn't hyper violent, violent in any no, way. No. no, that's what I mean. So it's perfect, you know. If she enjoys those, that's kind of you know mm-hmm. that that's a a perfect wheelhouse yeah. kind of movie. Because I've been showing her mainly horror lately, right? And I want to show her, you know, all kinds of stuff like this, the yeah. cool stuff. It was fun. I mean, yeah. that's it's that's the best term and for it. It was, it was plain movie. and simple, just a fun movie. Absolutely. So thumbs I, up for me. Thumbs up for me too. So. I mean, if if not, you know, a little mindless. I mean, you you don't need to think that. But I think that's the strength of this movie. Right. It's just a fun. Hey, look, we want to have some fun and sit around and watch something dumb. I mean, it's it's not going to blow your mind. No. And it's not. And that's just it. It's not meant to. No. It is meant to be fun. Entertainment. I mean, it's, it's... I, was I entertained? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> So there you go. Come on, a giant chimp throwing around an axe? <laughs> yes. Who doesn't have fun with Even that? Giving Kong a weapon was such a cool idea. <laughs> I know. Oh, and it's like a Godzilla scale? Yeah. Come on. Or not a scale, but a spine or whatever right. you call it. So cool. I know. That was probably the best idea they came up with. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, that's the big argument with Kong Godzilla. Well, how could Kong withstand that radioactive blast it seems of, like of Godzilla Godzilla's. beat him many times in this movie right. several times anytime they went face to face Godzilla beat him well I mean it was kind of he was like at I a disadvantage said, the first time he was at way in disadvantage the first time and the second time Kong got a ton of good shots yeah kind of Godzilla had to go with his like best move yeah that's to true to get him worn down yeah and then really go after him uh huh but I think once he had that, really knew how to kind of wield the axe. Oh, yeah. I think, honestly, if he would have been able to do to Godzilla 
what he did to Mechagodzilla, yeah, then they, then, it yeah. would have been a different... What if this movie... What if that happened? What if Kong just dismembered and destroyed <laughs> Godzilla? The fans would freak out. I would love it. I, it I, would be fun to see, probably. Yeah. Uh, did you think Godzilla was cute? I kind of thought Godzilla was cute. There's this one angle of him, and it's later in the movie, where it's just like... Almost has like a dog face. He's just kind of like... Like his shoulders are yeah. set a certain way. Right. And he's just kind of got this look. And it's almost like a grin. Yeah. And I was just like, I want to pet that guy. I want to I want to give that Godzilla a hug. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah. I, I think if they would have had a Thor versus Thanos with Stormbreaker moment on Godzilla, <laughs> people would be losing their shit. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I want to see that with another monster. I was thinking like, there was a 2% chance that Kong would kill that Godzilla and then it would turn out that that wasn't the real Godzilla. Right. You know what I mean? I know we already had Mecha Godzilla, but I was thinking like, oh, maybe there's you know, more than one. a family of Zillas. Yeah. But that wasn't the case. No. But it was fun. Yep. I mean, man, he, he just messed up that Mecha. Some of those giant... I, mean, I, I also like some of those giant punches he did. To, oh, I know. To, to Godzilla in particular. Yeah. Man, those were really cool. But yeah, that Mecha Godzilla really got it, didn't it? Yeah. And the thing is, is like, okay, well, Godzilla got his ass kicked by Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. Because you can't say that he won at all. For I sure. mean, Mecha Godzilla, you know, they tried to just kind of go back and forth with both of them against Mecha Godzilla. But once it's like, once Kong turned the rage on. Oh, yeah. All hell broke loose. It was like a wrestling and, match. I mean, it was like watching WWF. Or yeah, it kind of was. It uh, was fun. The way the fights are constructed and the set pieces. Right. And it really <laughs> did seem like that. And um, as the movie goes, you know, you kind of get a sort of WWF style storyline. King of the like, Ring. Well, the last time they came together, this is what happened. And now right. Kong's going to be aware of that. And what's going to happen this time? Right. It, it was fun. Well, and that that goes to, to play into a little bit more of the character of Kong yeah, that he can adapt a little bit more and sure. learn from mistakes. I mean, as long as he survives those mistakes, yeah, you know, well, and I like to think the whole concept of like, well, if we can defeat these monsters, humans will be the apex predator. On the right. Well, that ain't true. <laughs> no. So of course that's not going to happen. No. It's Kong. It's yeah. Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> humans sit down. Right. So do you think they're going to make more of these? I think they'd be dumb not to. I I think it's turned into well, you know, almost a franchise. I don't think they need to do another Godzilla versus Kong. No, no, but no. I no. Think, but I meant with I think with going other... forward within this franchise, anytime you get a Godzilla, you could maybe also get a Kong. Right. So that would be cool. Like in the next Godzilla movie, maybe he becomes overpowered and Kong shows up with his axe or something. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Pat the hand, you know. <laughs> Patting the axe with his hand, waiting for yeah. him, you know, behind him. Exactly. A Batman moment. Yes. Kong comes up out of a hole right behind Godzilla. <laughs> yes. Yep. I'm into it. So, I would like, I would, if they said there's another one next year, I'd say sign me up. Yeah. So, our next big movie coming out, the end of the month. Um, What is it? My, my mind is melted. Oh, it, you're doing Spider Man movies. No. What is it? Get over oh, here. Mortal Kombat. I thought you were doing a We Spider-Man. had this last time. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Last Mortal time Kombat. it was Dragon Ball Z you were thinking I was doing. Yeah. 
<laughs> or I think I said Hadouken or whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So yeah, we will be discussing Mortal Kombat next time. I think um, hopefully with a good guest, yeah. somebody who's been here before. Right. Uh, yeah, I look forward to it. I do too. I can't wait. It really looks good. Yeah, I'm ready. So. All right. Well, join us for that. Um, we have a Twitter at Geek Sinks. We have a Facebook group, Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. Or you can email us, nerdsgeeksinks at gmail.com. My personal Twitter is at D-K-R-E-F-F-T. Mine is at uh, Stein 69 We also are on Instagram. Believe and, it or not. And, uh, and uh, our Red Bubble shop. Yes. So. Bed Rubble. Ben Rubble? Red Bubble. Ramanemana? And <laughs> Red Leather, Yellow Leather. We should go. <laughs> Guys, if you have any comments on everything we've talked about or something you want to debate, send us an email, send us a text, get on our group, our Facebook group. Yep. Join it's in. That's where it's happening. So, um. Jump into the pool. Jump in the pool, the, the water's fine. Yeah. It's not peering yet. Only if it turns blue. Give me five minutes. <laughs> Be like Shaq and... <laughs> Why are we ending with this? I don't know. <laughs> Turn it off, Chris. <laughs> Push the button, Chris. All right. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>